Welcome to the Mission Advancement Podcast, where we attempt to address the stigmas around nonprofit fundraising through the lens of the power of relationships. Your mission is worth advancing, and we're here to help you fund your mission for good. Welcome back to the Mission Advancement Podcast. We are so pleased to have with us today again for another episode, Mr. Blair McCullough, who is the president at Liberty Christian School in Argyle, Texas. We had a great conversation last episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, that'll give you some history and context. A great leader leading a great school. We're glad to have him back. It's good to be back. Thanks for inviting me back. Uh, I'll take that as a positive sign from the first (laughs) conversation. (laughs) And joining him is Tim Connor, one of our wonderful consultants who actually had the opportunity to work with Blair during their capital campaign a couple of years ago. And he lived it with Blair. And so we wanted an opportunity to hear from both of them because they have a unique perspective. Last week, we talked a little bit about all that led up to knowing and feeling and really being convinced that they needed to do something important, something big for the school. And today we wanted to get into some of the details related to what that felt like and what that experience was like for him, for his board, and for the school in general. So gentlemen, great to have you back today. Blair, thank you for taking the time to join us. This has been a great conversation. Blair, one of the things that I'm really curious about as as you entered into a campaign, obviously you're running a very successful school um, and and you have a lot of priorities. As a consultant, sometimes we walk in and and we're a competing priority. (laughs) Sometimes Mm. a student discipline issue is more important than this capital campaign in this moment. One of the things that you did really well was give us your time. Um, I was always impressed by that. Um, If when we were coming on site, you dedicated time for us to be together. How did you do that? Um, With all of the competing priorities, how did you carve in time for a capital campaign? Uh, Well, I would say uh, delegate, delegate, delegate. (laughs) It was um, absolutely, you know, I mentioned in the previous uh, episode that uh, we had created a campaign committee and and our board chair was uh, chair over that. I think the key piece for me was learning to let go and mm-hmm. uh, let the group uh, manage a lot of uh, mm-hmm. the details and things like that uh, and just trust that it was going to be okay. You know, that would say that was another um, area that gave me a little bit of heartburn at times was just not feeling like I needed to be a part of every conversation, understand every little detail when I really didn't. I had a great team um, for my vice president of advancement was part of it as well as my board chair and then some families, um, representatives. And so it was just really letting go, I think, and trusting. Uh, also, um, what I appreciated was we, we weren't bound by a meeting or a mm. phone call. You guys were available to us at any time. And so there were moments where we had to have a phone call yeah. at five o'clock on the way right. home in the yeah. car. Yeah. Or, and, I got to process this yeah. here. And, and so that, that was extremely helpful to me as well. I love those moments the best. Yeah. Sometimes I would see your name pop up and I have to admit I... Yeah. A little Harper. <laughs> flip of the coin. Am I answering this or am I not? You ghosted I, Tim. I do I believe you answered happened. almost every call. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, it's a great tribute to your leadership, Blair, that you that you you know established and built around you a great group of leaders to run the school, and 
man, thank you for that because we know how taxing it is to do a campaign and the demand that that has on your time while not letting anything else slip. Mm. So congratulations on that. Thank you. That's terrific. I remember Blair being accessible to his team as well. Even in our meetings, uh, there was a little walkie-talkie that would go off, but it usually got turned down <laughs> quite a bit. So I was impressed with your focus and ability to allow others to uh, to take the reins in areas that weren't in our meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you did that well. I'm curious... Uh, were there any surprises on the early in the early stages of the campaign for you, Blair? Did you come into it with some assumptions or preconceived ideas of what this would look like, feel like, that were either confirmed or were just crushed? I would say on the front end, um, you know, I felt I was obviously very passionate about these projects mm-hmm. and uh, what it would mean for our students and for the future of the school. And so um, maybe a little bit um, naive that uh, right out of the gate that people were just going to be over the moon and yeah. it was going to be oh we love yeah this. like oh we'll give you double what you're asking right. you know? reality check and so yeah you really have to you really have to find people's passions and make sure to connect them with those passions and mm-hmm. so that was a little bit of yeah. a. A check. I find that to be a common theme often when I talk with with school leaders specifically. That if I just tell them what it is that we want to do, they're going to fall in love with us. Yeah, um, that wasn't your process. <laughs> <laughs> um, we call that donor planning, yeah. and, and a lot of times, what we found is it's not that quick. It's not a coffee and just ask them for money. Describe a little bit what you found in that process that helped you dig a little deeper. Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, you know, the opportunities that we had as a committee and and with uh, you, Tim, and others, to sit down and walk through individual families and talk about what we all knew about those families. Mm-hmm. It really started to create the board where you started to see, okay, this is where this group is going to be. You know excited and this is where this group is going to be excited but it, it wasn't uh it was a very detailed process yeah. it was far more detailed than i would imagine <laughs> on the front end yeah yeah some of the questions you know and, uh, were but it was great right. i really enjoyed that part of it and um when we had you know situations where it maybe didn't go quite the way we wanted we could see why mm. it made sense because of the, the work that we were able to put in on the front end uh, with mission advancement. So I remember some of those conversations. Uh, one of the fun things that I saw in it was um, how the team knew very well if they were a married couple, knew one spouse really, really well. And then we asked questions about the spouse, and it was, uh, we don't see them as much, or we don't really know. Uh, so I watched your team really start to understand the family dynamics and mm-hmm. even the relationships, the connectedness within the community that brought a much bigger picture um, to the table um, and helped you relate to them better. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 yeah that's uh, when you're when you're talking about a family and how do you identify their passions and get them evolved. That's one thing. But then when you start asking me, how do I get the wife and the husband on the same page? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now yeah, we're talking about something here. totally different. <laughs> <laughs> well, that donor planning part is such an important part of our methodology. And Tim, I've seen you do this in real time, and, and I've always appreciated how, not only how good you are, but your 
your patient approach to getting leadership there. How, how was that? Did, did Tim push you? <laughs> did, he, did he push you out of your comfort zone at times, Blair, to like, okay, I'm going to trust you on this, Tim. It may be, sound a little hokey, but tell us what that was like. Uh, I would, yes. That's a big yes. He did yeah. push me out of my comfort zone yeah. multiple times and, and challenged me in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what you want. Yeah. You want you want people who are not afraid to challenge you, because ultimately um, our goal in 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 all of this was mission advancement's goal as well, mm-hmm. and that partnership you could easily feel it, and so the challenging didn't feel harsh. It felt like okay. This yeah, is what I'd we- also say that Blair was extremely receptive. Yeah, um, and made that much easier, <laughs> um, and certainly not resistant. We would banter about some ideas, um, sure. which I always love that. That's a healthy. Good, a good yeah. banter is yeah. fun. That's right. Um, but uh, um, it was just great, great working relationship for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think of that donor, donor planning process that really leads to that first solicitation. Yeah, I want to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, talk a little bit about how you felt in that first ask. What what was, were you nervous? Do you, do you Just talk about your feelings in that moment. Well, I would say it was, um, I, I was more excited than anything because I was, you know, obviously so excited about the, sure. what we were trying to accomplish. And so there was a lot of excitement on my part. Uh, I would say where the, where the nerves really kick in is when you're with those top donors or you're really asking a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You're asking them to make a big sacrifice yep. for the school. And so uh, that, that's never an easy conversation. That's something I still am not. Uh, used to, um, it, so that I think that was your your first pep talk. Yeah, uh, was going into one of those. Yeah, so you can do it. Yeah, just get the words out. This. Yeah, and even you know, on the front end, we we ran into some situations where um, some of those families just weren't able to do it. Right, and it's not a you know, it's not a huge letdown, but it is a. A little bit of a letdown, yeah. Because right. you you had hope that there would be a um, a big kick in right there, and it didn't come. And so uh, I appreciated our conversations afterwards. How did you balance that pressure, especially early on? You may be talking with somebody who, who their gift has potential to be such a swing vote mm-hmm. in whether this project is going to happen or not. That that could be overwhelming to some people. What are some things that you did to Kind of keep yourself centered in that conversation. Uh, first and foremost, just go back to the plan, right? We mm-hmm. we had a plan for all the families that we were going to engage, and so when when one wasn't able to um, support the the uh, campaign, then it was go back to the plan and look at it and see how do we adjust, yeah. mm-hmm. and that made that easier. You know, easier. It's almost like a, a football coach who makes halftime adjustments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've got a plan for the yeah. game, right? Yeah. And so. Uh, we had a great plan for the game, I believe, and uh, ultimately, when we when it varied, we just went back to the plan and figured out what's next. Love uh, that. That is that's so awesome to hear. Tell us about a unique donor experience that you created, because I know that's one of the things, Tim, that you worked with uh, Blair about is who's the family, what are their passion points, and what are the things that would really make them walk away and say, "Wow, that was a unique ask." If you don't mind, share with us briefly what one of those was like. Sure. So a big part of our um, projects was to create um, what we call the Strive Center. 
which is science, technology, research, innovation, mm-hmm. and uh, entrepreneurship. And so the f- one of the first families that I spoke to, I, I had take had to take them into a space that was currently our Liberty Locker, mm-hmm. which is our campus store, right? And I had to try to paint a picture of what it could become and what the uh, outcome was going to be if we could create this drive center. And um, I probably rambled a little bit too much because I got so excited <laughs> describing it. But then, I, but then I noticed the look on the, uh, the, the individual's face, and I could see, okay, He's catching this vision. Yeah, they're starting yeah. to see it. And, you know, part of that was because I knew from our, our planning that this was something that he would be passionate about, his family would be passionate about. And so it was just so fun to see that light come on and see someone get inspired mm-hmm. uh, by the vision. And it really becomes a partnership at that point. When yep. you see that light click, you're going, wait, we're actually doing this together. There you go. Um, you're inviting them to be a yeah, part of right. making that vision right. happen. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this in other um, – situations but the uh some of those conversations ended up in uh you know potential donors starting to take it further like well yeah, then right, we could add right. this and then, <laughs> then we could and what if we and, and <laughs> wait a minute that's yeah stay in the lane <laughs> that's right. yeah uh, and you actually i got to see a tour of the Strive Center in Liberty Locker. I mean, it is beautiful. Thank uh, you. It's a beautiful space. Congratulations on that. You had uh, the mastermind, the gentleman that was in the Strive Center working on some kind of project. And I mean, that's cool. And you, you started last episode with, we wanted to enhance student experience. And I thought, man, this is really student-centric. This mm-hmm. is about giving them something that's very unique that helps them elevate those gifts that that they have. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Right next door to that, we, um, we actually created a student union. Um, and really cool story about it through this process is that we told the students kind of a 50,000 foot view of what we wanted to do for them. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have their own space. And then a group of about 10 students went and created a PowerPoint and they had swatches of fabric. <laughs> oh, they wow. picked it all out. Furniture. <laughs> That's awesome. A complete vision for what the space could look like. And I'm telling you, if you walk in the space today, it looks exactly yeah. like they designed it. Yeah. Maybe some pillows are a different color. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Overall, um, and so it was really an amazing uh, experience to involve the students in the process mm-hmm. and then see it come to, yeah. to fruition. Yeah. Um, so when That's you awesome. pull back out for a minute from the the donor experiences that you had and kind of look over the campaign, um, what hurdles do you think you faced during the campaign and how did you overcome mm, those? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, as we talked about a little bit before, uh, I would say uh, first time experiences w- was a big hurdle because I didn't know really how to anticipate what came next um, on my own, right, without support. Uh, so that was a hurdle. I think um, just the timelines of construction mm. and then the constraints of the school. You know, obviously mm. we have to run day to day and we're doing construction inside the building and um, all of just the logistics. Um, and then the everyday changes where mm. we would feel like we were humming along and then all of a sudden we run into a problem, right? right? Which is all normal. Uh, but if you haven't experienced it, haven't been through it, it can be nerve wracking. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you just really wonder if it's ever going to yeah. get to where you want it to be, yeah. right? So, 
Well, take me to the point then at the end of, I want to say the end of the campaign, but certainly the end of these projects. As they started, I mean, you were working inside the building and you started seeing these projects come to completion. What type of feeling did you have in those moments when you saw the projects Mm. coming to life? Oh yeah, it's it's hard to describe the way that feels. It's an amazing feeling as you start to see, you know, kind of the 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 skin come onto the vision and mm. and the uh, you know you starts with a framework and then you start seeing it all be built piece by piece, and you can start to see okay, it's starting to look like what we mm-hmm. we had hoped it would look like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you start watching the calendar more, and you're like, when yeah. did you say this was going to be finished? <laughs> like, uh, so. Yeah, that's a that's a really fun process. Yeah. How did you walk the donors through that with you at the same time? They're not always in the building every single day, but how did you keep them connected as you started working on and finishing mm-hmm. these projects? Yeah, that that was that's a great point because what we did was we um, as we would get to certain points where you could really start to see things coming together, we would bring some donors in as, for, yeah. as updates. Yeah. And then, you know, go back and highlight the things we talked about. You remember how we said this? Well, yeah. that's that's it it's right there. You fulfilled your promise. Yeah. yeah, this is, you know, and then we would, I, I tried to always bring them back to the why. This is why we're doing this. All of these projects are going to touch primary school all the way through upper school. It's going to touch academics, athletics. It's going to touch a spiritual life through mm-hmm. discipleship. And so we're, we're doing something for everybody. Yeah. And... As people could start to see it all come together, they could start to see that. Yeah, you're right. This is going to be beneficial to everybody. Yeah. So that was key, I think. As the reach of this podcast grows internationally, I, I would just want to say to anybody listening still, um, come visit Liberty Christian School. Yes. Uh, they, they're doing great work. These projects in particular um, are a great example of a success story of a campaign um, that really has transformed um, your school and uh, continue doing great work. Blair will will drop everything to give anybody a tour. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. We're we're uh, we feel very fortunate. Proud and, of you. And uh, truly recognize that it's it's all God's blessing. Yeah. And so great, that. great to see you grow through that journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we're proud to be a, a small part of that with you. You know, uh, we're all about relationships, as you know, and it's it's great for us to be able to say we helped a good leader do a good job in this. And so, Blair, thank you for being with us. This Absolutely. has been a great conversation. And Tim, you as well. I mean, I love the relationship that the two of you had. You know, you went through the battle together. And, <laughs> and we both, survived. Yeah, <laughs> we and, survived. And honestly, one of the things I love about our team is that it's never about, hey, we're done with that client and we're gone. Yeah. There's a relationship yep. there that outlast that and you know you don't go through those kinds of experiences together and not bond and so you're a true friend Blair of our team and our company and uh, hope you know that we're here for you anytime that we can be of help to you so absolutely if I if I can give a a shameless plug here uh, I would say that uh, echo everything you just said but I would say that um, when we talk about mission advancement and what I do as a school leader I could truly feel like our mission was your mission when you guys came in. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was more than just a partnership of mm-hmm. trying to accomplish a, raising some money and building something. You guys were trying to help us accomplish our mission. Yeah. And that partnership meant 
so much to me and still does. And so uh, I, I see um, the friendships as well that are so important. I call you guys about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we probably shouldn't talk about our podcast, but uh, that's the fun that's, stuff. To me, that's, that's uh, extraordinary. You don't yeah. always get that. And so thank you guys well, for thank all you. Absolutely. Thank you. thank you. Well, this has been a great conversation. Thank you both again for joining us today. And for those listening, thank you for being a part of this. We hope it was beneficial. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mission Advancement Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at missionadvancement.com for additional content. And never forget that your hard work in nonprofit is changing lives every day. Keep funding your missions for good. We'll see you next time.